0: you're listening to sons of thunder a podcast that brings you faith fellowship and fire giving you the spiritual weapons you need to do battle for the lord and now Please welcome your hosts, the Dynamic Deacon and the Man on Fire.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Sons of Thunder. I am your co-host, the Man on Fire, and with me, as usual, is my brother with the same holy mother, Deacon Harold Burke-Sivers. What's up, Deacon?
0: Hey, how you doing, John? Great to be with you as always, my friend.
1: Yeah, likewise, likewise. Hopefully you're staying safe. Our family's good. Um during these, uh, yeah, crazy everybody's times.
0: good, but you know, all, all this craziness happened here in Portland, man, <laughs> you know, I, I literally been getting like text messages or emails every day. How are you doing? Deacon? you guys safe? you all right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, we're not, we're not near any of that stuff. So, uh, thanks be to God. But yeah, we're, we're good. And, um, you know, and just front uh, of, my daughter's going to be home this uh, semester from college, okay. um, because they're, they decided to go online for the whole first semester. so it doesn't make sense to send her away to pay for room and board to take classes online (laughs) so so he's just gonna do it from home but you know i mean it's great to have her here but at the same time you know that's her college experience that she's missing out on you know yeah you know it's it's it's, um it's it's bittersweet it's it's bittersweet because i remember how important my college experience was and and, uh, you know, I guess, you know, the, the, not just my daughter, but all the kids, especially the ones that graduated from high school, didn't have a graduation, yeah. now they're not going to have a, pr- a proper introduction to, the, to college and the orientation and all the activities and all the things that normally happen. And, um, you know, so yeah, so COVID-19 is really, really spreading its tentacles in a lot of different areas.
1: Yeah, I mean, um, it's that adjustment, right, for home life. And I mean, for us as parents, we'll probably feel blessed to be able to have our kids uh, longer than they probably would like to be at home with us. Um, Just that valued family time that we get. But yeah, I mean, that's part of the reason um, in this episode, Deacon, we want to kind of talk about one of the tentacles, right, when we think about um, what COVID has done, specifically with people reaching out, um, uh, you know, especially for you as an ordained minister of the church. Um, for spiritual guidance on something that people are struggling with. Um, So what are we talking about today, Deacon, in today's episode?
0: Well, we're going to be talking about struggling with sexual temptation, uh, particularly pornography. Mm -hmm. You know, um, this COVID-19, we've seen a lot of things happening uh, at homes and within families. For example, we've seen uh, an increase, not just in the United States, worldwide, Mm -hmm. in domestic violence. Mm -hmm. We've seen, um, you know, tensions that are happening between husbands and wives and families, even between the kids, you know, things that were kind of, you know, under the surface, that was never really addressed, that no one ever really talked about, but now that everybody's home and everybody's schedule's been disrupt- disrupted everybody's around each other, mm-hmm. a lot more things are starting to come to the surface. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you can't, they can't stay hidden anymore, and that's causing tensions in the families. Never mind not being able to go to, to mass regularly. And Some people still haven't been to mass, especially people on the in the um uh in the covid um uh you know uh what do you call it the uh
1: highly impacted areas uh, right
0: yeah highly impacted you know it's over 65 you know oh well, yeah, yeah, all all at, that risk. Kind of yeah at risk yeah at risk of they're not able to go to mass and, and you know haven't been able to go to the normal you know parish groups group activities um schools are being affected it's just you know, so it's causing a lot of problems, a lot of tensions. Uh, you know, uh, men aren't able to go to the men's groups that they normally would go to, things like that. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so so this this isolation is really causing a lot of issues. And the thing is, you know, social media is not fulfilling that need. Right. You think, well, yeah, I'm, I'm isolated, but I got social media. I could, you know, see my friends from high school or from, you know, I could talk to my mom and you know, even myself. You know, my siblings and I do a a uh you know every six weeks or so we do a covid check-in you know just to see how everybody's doing and 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 chat with each other and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. but that's not enough why because we're made for relationship Mm. and not just social distancing long distance relationship We're, we're, we're we're made for intimacy and and the kind of relationship that god built us for that's within our nature um you can't social distance that you can't bridge that with with social media and technology mm-hmm.
1: yeah i know you bring up a, this is such a critical um discussion deacon at this time especially for if you look at just the rise and increase of just traffic toward to porn sites right and you know um people i mean one of the, the biggest uh i guess organization if you will the biggest uh evil processing machine is the Pornhub. um you know where. You know, they're saying like, hey, during this COVID time, man, it's, it's free membership, right? They're throwing stuff at people to be able to kind of lure them into this, take an event. Ooh. Devil's having a field day with people struggling with this lack of intimacy and, and not just sexual intimacy, but even like you said, just that, you know, social media, even us, you know, um, communicating this way. Sure, it's, it's better than just a text or an email or a phone call, but there's still the lack of that physical touch. Stuff, that, 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 that in, you know, uh, presence of one another in each other's space. Um, and in each other's you know uh, physical presence to be able to to you know just enjoy the fellowship right so aside from that but the devil is having a field day out there with with all of this but such a good point and i'm I'm glad that we're actually bringing this topic to light because this is something that a lot of people aren't talking about and the devil, you know, part of the effects of pornography, right, is isolation. And so now we have, you know, COVID isolating us. Um, and now the devil is really having his failed day as he kind of lures in those that are struggling with this this time of loneliness um, into uh, one of the great sins of our time.
0: Yeah, and a couple, a couple of things to think about um, if, if maybe you're somebody str- struggling with this, mm-hmm. um, who, who are listening to us or, or watching us. You know, because uh, a lot of it is not even really... Sexual temptation per se mm-hmm. so for example um, There are people that have been affected by COVID-19 for example that aren't able to go to work or Or their workload has been dramatically reduced and their ability to provide for the families have been compromised mm-hmm. Right, especially if you work in, in a service industry or for an airline or something like that And that's normally your bread and butter now It's like they're pulling back and they're furloughing people mm-hmm. and and so it's caused this angst you know, this this kind of tension. Uh, and then when you have the riots and the racial unrest and uh, things going on in the world. And, and I'm sure people are, some people are absorbing these end time type of videos and these conspiracy theory videos, you know, the mm-hmm. book of Revelation stuff. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man, you, you get all that and, and, and people feel a need to release, yeah. to have, you know, to feel better. And so the, the porn may be attractive. Because it, in, in, at least what they think, is a quick release, mm-hmm. is a way to escape mm-hmm. from reality, is a way to feel good about things. But here's the danger: uh, pornography and, and those types of things. You, you turn what well, you should be turning toward is God, mm-hmm. turning toward intimacy with God, opening your heart more deeply to receive everything God wants to give you. I was I had a lunch with a priest the other day, he was telling me how his prayer life has deepened. Because he's not able to do all the normal things that he would, that he would normally do as a priest. Mm-hmm. So he's been spending more time in prayer. Mm-hmm. That's where we should be directed. But what's happening with the temptations of pornography and other uh, fleeting pleasures, it gets turned toward the self. It gets turned. In, so the, the, the desires for... For intimacy, get turned in on itself, mm-hmm. and and Pope Benedict talks about this in Deus Caritas S. He talks about the relationship between our, uh, uh, um, uh, eros, the erotic, sensual kind of love, and agape, mm-hmm. uh, a love that's self-given, that self-sacrifices, self-sacrificing. When you separate those two, um, then you then you have uh, an eros that's not rooted in anything. Mm-hmm right it's rooted on the, into the self and now what happens is satan uses that pleasure right from that act because look pleasure is not a bad thing god gives us pleasurable things all the time food you know uh, beauty you know nature all kinds of things that are pleasurable mm-hmm. because those things are supposed to raise our minds and hearts to him but when th- that pleasure is turned in on itself what happens pleasure gets taken out of its proper context of being a means to an end And now it's held up by the culture as an end in itself. Mm -hmm. Pleasure is now your God. Pleasure is now your God. Mm -hmm. Because now it's no longer rooted in a love that's giving itself away. Mm -hmm. That's always looking at at what's best for the other and not for the self.
1: Yeah. One of the things when I was thinking about, um, you know, the... The, the different factors that come into play with the temptation towards pornography, you know, you're listing off all these things, you know, maybe the loss of the job, you know, just the, the, the angst at home. Um, and, you know, you talked about this, this search and this desire for a quick release. And I think the other thing to bring up is the, the desire to control something. Most of the stuff that we're, that we're, that's around us is outside of our control. We get furloughed outside of my control. You know, the fact that our kids have to be, at, you know, we're on top of each other outside of my control. Maybe that is strange relationships that that I have both with my wife and my kids outside of my, well, I guess it's inside of your control, right? But right now it just feels like everything is something you can't control. And so pornography um, allows for, it's the lie, right? But I can control this. Right. And like you said, it's at turning inward. Matter of fact, that's what exactly what it does is it it becomes. And then we learn um, by that we condition ourselves to look at the world differently, look at our, our spouse differently, look at the children differently, look at our, our God differently, everything, because now you're at service to me. Now you're at service to I'm a slave to that pleasure. I'm a slave to that to that passion rather than giving myself away, which, you know, the quickest way to get out of the, the dumps, if you will, is to actually go serve God and serve other people. And this is doing the exact opposite, Amen. right? I mean, that's the quickest Amen. way to get out of your depressive mode is, you know, outside of anything that's mental health related, is actually go and serve somebody else.
0: That's it. And you know, one thing that you mentioned there um, is is in marriage. You know, we gotta be careful. Mm-hmm. Just because you're married, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean that you can't be tempted to to, to look at porn and mm-hmm. or or to turn your spouse into that object for release and pleasure yeah you know so i've got one bounty point i got i got built in right here yeah. oh, hold on now first first of all remember remember that your spouse in fact in fact uh uh you and nicole talked about this in, in one of your podcast episodes recently that I, that I listened to um your your wife cannot or your, your husband cannot be your ultimate fulfillment yeah only God can satisfy the deepest longings and desires of your hearts. Not even your spouse can do that. That's right. So the danger is, first of all, looking at your spouse that way. Second, when you look at your spouse that way, you think that this this spouse is going to be able to satisfy whatever uh, this angst, this this longing, this emptiness that you're feeling, this void mm-hmm. that you're feeling within yourself. And there's a danger of turning your spouse into an object. Yeah. For pleasure and gratification yeah and if they don't give you what you want you see now you're, you're mad at them you're upset with them they're just you know quote unquote adding to the problem all this kind of stuff you know yeah. whatever it is we have to be very very careful uh about turning our spouse uh into a, a porn star quite frankly let's just be real yeah you know turning into an object a thing a non-person um, some of that just gives you this physical gratification and then nothing else. We have to be careful that even in marriage.
1: Yeah, g- great, great point, Deacon, because I think that's the other uh, it, that, that isn't a license to just do with whatever your spouse is, you know, um, that they're not your toy. They're not your object to use uh, as your own personal slave. So that's just a great, great point. So, Deacon, what are How we want to approach this is we kind of break it down with some of the, I guess, um, factors involved, but, you know, some of those people are struggling with this right now. They're being tempted towards it. Maybe it's something that was, um, maybe they felt they had it under control or wasn't that big of a temptation pre-COVID, and now it's just become completely overwhelming maybe they don't have the same tools um uh, at their disposal especially when it comes to the sacraments right which we know are key and critical to to fight off this evil and this temptation what what do we have to say to our listeners out there with regards to how do we how do we even try to approach this um this challenge and this struggle in our life
0: well one thing you have to recognize or what are your triggers Right. There, there, there's always something because you, you don't think about porn 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. but there's something that happens. Maybe you're sitting in front of the computer. Maybe, um, you know, there, there's, you're, you're eating. So there's something that that causes that trigger that first uh, starts that pathway mm-hmm. that's leading you into the pornography. And next thing you know, it's like a, you're standing like in the shallow end and all of a sudden the wave from the ocean comes and wham, you're overwhelmed mm-hmm. before you even knew what happened. You're in it. Mm -hmm. You know, so so I think recognizing what your triggers are So for example, if your trigger is you know, you're a night owl and You stay up late on the computer working on stuff and then your mind starts to wander Well, I just take a look at I won't really do anything. I'll just take a see that thing So so what do you have to do recognize that? Oh, oh, that's one of the temptations. That's one of the triggers. I have You know what you do? You don't work on the computer late anymore. Yeah, you know understanding what the trigger is, and then taking control of it, mm-hmm. and allowing God to be, or or uh, inviting uh, the, our Lord and the Blessed Mother to be in that moment. So, so say you're doing something that t- that t- temptation starts to come into your mind. Immediately, immediately, start saying in our Father mm-hmm. and a Hail Mary. Slowly, literally, focusing on every single word that's coming out of your mouth, mm-hmm. and inviting freely inviting our Lord and blessed mother to be with you in that moment of temptation to fight that temptation of that Satan is trying to place in your heart and, and battle it with, with our Lord and the blessed mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and just again, slowly, carefully allow God come into my, don't let me give this temptation. And then, you know, after, and, and when that temptation goes away, give thanks to God. And then maybe listen to, uh, one of your many podcasts john for example i mean something (laughs) spiritual so fill that void that with something spiritual
1: Mm -hmm. no great uh, great great suggestion i think we need to um you know, if we're going to do this, we're going to have to be vigilant, right? I always picture um, whenever we're fighting any kind of sin, especially this sin, is like we're out on that watchtower, right, with our spiritual AR-15, and we're trying to we're trying to pick off the devil and his little temptations. And I think, great, great point, Deacon, because whatever that looks like, if it is working late at night, if it is, maybe it's how you deal with anger. Maybe there's a lot of in- insecurities, right, that you come, that you right now feel, I'll, I'll speak to the men specifically, who may be struggling with the inability to provide Or the inability to really that the dignity that comes with being a man, the protector and defender, and so now you're trying to grasp at anything, right? To to exercise your dominion over something, and that could be where the, the the porn enters in, or again maybe there's that estranged relationship. What is so? What is the trigger? Is that first thing? Is right identifying what that is, and then immediately inviting our Lord and our Lady into it, and also putting in the barriers and the roadblocks towards that temptation. Right. I mean, one of the things we pray in the act of contrition, right, is to um, to avoid the near occasions of sin. Right. So what are we doing to uh, put in place, safeguard our souls, our minds, our hearts, um, our eyes, whatever it is that we need to take custody over when it comes to this temptation? What else we got at our disposal, Deacon?
0: Yeah, well, technology wise, you have uh, programs like Covenant Eyes, for example, yeah. uh, is an accountability program um you could give uh your your complete access to your computers and all your software and emails everything to your spouse mm-hmm. you know so they could check it anytime you want um you know and uh you can have an account accountability partner he's he, and, and it's not just for men it's for women as well Oh yeah, you know because i you know one thing that i've seen matt Frad talking about quite a bit is how women now more and more women are turning to pornography, which is which to me is very interesting. Mm-hmm. In fact, I noticed this is true because when I was still working in campus law enforcement, this is before Netflix and all these streaming services. Uh, we got a, a letter from the Motion Picture Association of America, and um, saying that some uh, our students were downloading movies illegally. Right, that's again mm-hmm. before all the streaming. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so we started monitoring computers uh, on campus, and we found that a lot of the kids were looking at pornography. And the, the biggest user was the all-girls dorm. Wow. And that's what shocked me. I was like, what? You know, because you, th- you think it's like, oh, that's a guy thing to look for. But no, because mm-hmm. uh, I think women are, again, th- what is that frustration? They're trying to find the guy mm-hmm. or they think this is what a guy I need to do to make him happy. Yeah, You know, just thinking very literally, mm-hmm. you know, very one-dimensional, mm-hmm. you know, because that's what they think, well, if I could just make him happy, then he'll make me happy. No. You know, your body's a temple of God's Holy Spirit mm-hmm. that you have within you, that Paul uh, tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 6. So mm-hmm. you know, so we, we have to look at this whole thing, approach this whole thing differently. We have to start seeing, not with the eyes of the world, we have to start seeing with the eyes of Christ. Mm-hmm. Seeing God, the image and likeness of God, another person standing in front of us, recognizing that that the person is beautiful, and they may be physically attractive and beautiful, but they're really beautiful because of, of, the, con- of the spirit that they have from God that's within them. That's what makes someone truly beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think both you and I, have, have we've done many speaking engagements together. You know, we talk about um, seeing with the eyes of Adam before the fall right? This at last is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. So seeing with the purity of eyes and the purity of intentions to to see one another, whether it be your spouse or not, but obviously in the context of marriage we're talking about or, or other, that we see them most importantly as a beloved child of God, right? Who is a gift um, to us. And so it's a key thing. So even as you're talking about, Deacon, you know, maybe if you're tem- tempted to lust after, whether it's, you know, the, the temptation on the screen, but tempted to lust after even your spouse is, is not okay. Then we need to pray, right? For our lady, pray the our father, pray the Hail Mary to take that temptation away and to see this person as you see them. God help me to see my wife as you see her. Right. And I think that that would be key is inviting. You know, God. Into and it. I
0: think part, part of it too is, you know, when, when, when we're able to, to go back and talk to a priest, a good spiritual advisor, mm-hmm. um, why, because ultimately, there's a root cause, right? Yeah, I, I think the proximate cause is the pandemic, right? The COVID-19. That's, that's, the, that's the, the proximate cause. Mm-hmm. But there's a remote cause too. What is it within myself that I might not even recognize on the surface? What's making, what's attracting me mm-hmm. to that in the first place? yes i get it you know for a man right women the most beautiful creatures god has ever created mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, i He's get it god. you know yeah thank you jesus <laughs> you know but but at the same time they were not created to be obvious so what what is it within myself maybe it's something from my past maybe there's something deeper there that, and it takes a little more spiritual work oh yeah you know so to go to, and, and just open your heart to a good Solid priest, good solid spiritual director. Um, You know, I'm not saying go for like long term spiritual direction, but but when it comes to this issue, have a priest help you tease it out. Maybe there's something that needs to be healed from your own past that you don't even recognize yourself because you're so immersed in this for so long that it's been buried. Mm -hmm. And what the priest help you do is kind of bring this up to the surface. You know, and say, okay, now this is what you have to deal with. And maybe this is a rejection that you had. Or when you were bullied or, you know, whatever it might have been, you know, um, and, and to really deal with that and get to the root cause. I know a person that did exactly that. And they said they after finding and dealing with that root cause, they literally got physically ill every time they look at pornography after that.
1: hmm. Mm. Yeah, I mean that's the the reality of the the spiritual war we're at, we're at. Right, I mean once you get healed, you those chains are broken, the bonds are broken in the sense of enslavery or being enslaved to that is now it's like you find it repulsive and i think a lot of you probably a lot of lives of the saints a lot of us can attest to that like once you've been kind of healed from that and again i think the other part of this too deacon is like there's a mental health component to this as well where you know if you got to kind of work through that because some some priests can do both others they can handle the spiritual side but seeking the appropriate mental health too as well as maybe there was abuse as a younger child i know i know that was a case for me right um so so maybe there's things that are underlying there what's at the root instead of us just treating the sin because you can throw away every laptop you got. You can throw away your phone and you can just kind of go back to old school. Right. But it it didn't cure the disease. Right. It just treated the symptom. And so I think it's a great point there as well.
0: So, yeah, on? no. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, um, one of the things to recognize, too, is what pornography does to you. You talk about the mental health component. yeah. You know, um, watching enough porn that that does something to your mind. It releases the same kind of chemicals in your brain is when you do drugs like cocaine mm-hmm. you know or something like that it releases those same kind of, yeah, the of, dopamine, of, effect. of dopamine effect of dopamine's effect and so what happens is um, you need more to get the same effect mm-hmm. and so ultimately what happens I, and i have i could show you emails from guys that have uh, that have uh, uh, sent me and told me exactly this what happens over time is that you 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 get so used to looking at the poor you no longer want to have physical intimate relations with with another person yeah <laughs> whether you're a woman f- with a man or a man with for, for a woman you, you you don't want the physical intimacy all you want is the is the is the fantasy the high now yes. wait a minute wait a minute the whole some people said well the reason i'm looking at porn is because i can't have real sex but then looking at porn does it, it turns your heart away your literally your mind away from even wanting but that's from the devil right
1: there. amen that's that's the, that's, the that's the lie that is exactly that is the lie right because what ends up happening is just like you said and so biologically scientifically and what i'll do deacon is i'll put in there the you know uh, you know integrity restored or the porn myth things of that nature that are really good resources for people to understand the science behind it that you're actually rewrite rewriting your pathways because it's the same reward system as you said deacon and guess what that's why they talk about you know like marijuana being the gateway drug and then all of a sudden you're you're doing heroin you started off just smoking a joint and all of a sudden you you know you're you're strung out in the in the middle of an alleyway. You never saw it coming because you always sought something harder. That joint doesn't do it for you. That that picture doesn't do it for you. You know that that you know uh, the sex between man a, and a woman on a, on a really you know intimate level doesn't do it for you. Now you got to go harder and harder, and it does. All of a sudden, you're no longer satisfied in the personal relationship. In the personal encounter, you actually are seeking something beyond that. Right? And it's and it's and because that requires too, Deacon. Let's be honest, right? The the human relationships require more work and effort. What what, <laughs> what do you got to offer me if all I got to do is click and get to where I want to be yeah. like that? And they're only yeah. there. So the lie in all of this, the devil's ploy in all of this, is telling porn is telling you what? Well, I'm here to serve you, right? I'm I'm here to make yeah. you happy. Whereas in human relationships, come on, you know we we'll sit there and we. We, it, it takes work. It takes effort. And, you know, we have ups and downs. We're human. And um, and so who's going to sign up for that over? I'm just here to please you, John. I'm just here to please you, Deacon. Right. So it's it, it, it's remembering that there is an actual science behind all of this where it becomes a new drug and it becomes an addiction.
0: Well, that's a good, that's an excellent point, John, because we live in a fast food culture, yeah. right? We want instant gratif- gratification, we want instant satisfaction. Mm-hmm. We want it and we want it now. Mm-hmm. We don't want to wait. Mm-hmm. We don't want to work. We don't want to think. Mm-mm. We just want to feel. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest problems right there. We live in a culture, nobody wants to think, everybody wants to feel, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so when you want to feel something, you know, you you and you, you want to feel it now. You know, so pornography is that is that uh, is that way to to do that. But then what happens? We become a slave to our passions, and then and then our thinking gets completely out of whack. Now, Um, but God gave us passions, right? But they have to be properly ordered and directed toward what is ultimately true, good, and beautiful. Right? Ultimately, has to be pointed and directed toward God. So, one of the things you ask yourself is: Is this action that I'm going to be engaging honoring God? Mm-hmm. Right, because what you want to do is push God out of the picture. Yeah, at that point, you know, and, and that's the danger of mortal sin. Remember, f- uh, the, the 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 act has to be grave, done with full knowledge and deliberate consent of the will. You know, so I know what I'm do- about to do is wrong, mm. and I'm freely choosing to do it anyway.
1: Yeah,
0: and you can't fall back on, oh, I'll just get the confession next week. You know, I'll just I'll, I'll get that because I mean, what happens? You fall into that pattern, mm. right? I'll just go to confession, forgive it. They back again. I'll just will just go to confession again. But again, part of it you have to have, um, you have to avoid the near occasion of sin, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. but also have you know um, uh, perfect contrition. You have to say, okay, I, I am going to make every effort not to allow myself to fall into that temptation again. And so this is one of where the heart, one of the, uh, where the hard teachings of Jesus comes in. Mm-hmm. If your hand caused you to sin, cut it off. <laughs> If your eye calls you saying gouge it out, mm-hmm. it's better to go to heaven lame or blind than go to hell. Yep. Right? So so what does that mean? Sometimes there are people. Um, sometimes there are devices you may have to cut out of your life because you're at a point right now where those things are going to take you to hell. Yeah. You know, let's, let's be real here. Yeah. And so you may have to cut, even it's just temporarily, cut someone out of your life who's going to lead you down a path um, that's, uh, toward destruction of your of your soul and what did jesus just say not too long ago in, in the scriptures mm-hmm. you know um be be careful of that that could destroy both body and soul mm-hmm. not just what destroys the body but what destroys the body and the soul and that's exactly what pornography does
1: yeah so as we wrap this up Deacon, just some some i guess some quick um you know this has all been great and i think the the key things if we just kind of summarize is you know understand the understand this is real the loneliness is is a real situation and, and and it's part of our human condition especially because we were made for a relationship for communion right being made in the image and likeness of god but as it relates to this this pornography pandemic which is what we're dealing with here right this this is crazy it's crazy disease that um people are being tempted towards um is to understand your trigger points understand you know where, what's the root cause of these issues and we started off well, let's let's kind of um give them some some last parting tips on okay how else can we deal with this we talked about bringing in prayer we talked about you know uh, inviting our blessed mother and our lord into this saying in our father and hail mary into this what other quick tips can we give them as we wrap up this episode
0: well one of the things that you're going to do is uh put in our resources there a download yep um that people can um be able to have access to and see some of the resources there yeah so for example you, you mentioned some of the for integrity this story, which is a great resource. Yeah, um, Matt Frad's website is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, the Rosary and the sure. Chaplet of Divine Mercy. I mean, the thing is, if you, if we fill our time with spiritual things, if you start praying a Rosary every day yeah. and, and a Chaplet every day, that temptation to sin, because we you're emptying yourself of those simple desires and you're filling yourself with things that are holy. And the more you fill yourself with things that are holy, less room there is for that temptation to to worm its way into your heart, Mm -hmm. right? And to turn you away from God's love. So uh, I mean, I got you know I got my rosary just right here, bro. Yeah. I keep it. All, I got it, I got a bunch of rosaries actually, but this is the one I'm using right now. <laughs> you know, I keep it keep it right on my strapped. desk, right nearby. Yep. You know, yep. Uh, that's right. <laughs> we come strapped, Nick, yeah. and you know how we roll. We yeah. come strapped. <laughs> yeah, and, and one other thing, small thing you could do is, um, you know, put uh, pictures of holy cards. Yeah. All right. For example, here's my computer here, and I've got this picture of the Blessed Mother. You know, the beautiful picture of the Blessed Mother. I got a desktop crucifix. Um, you know, I have pictures here of St. Faustina, you know, right here. I got St. Faustina uh, behind me as well. So, you know, you surround yourself with pictures of family. I got my picture of my mom over here, you know. Surround yourself with pictures of family. Yeah. And um, uh, just, okay, these these are the things that are important. Again, they are also diversions, right, to keep you, your, your mind and your heart focused yeah. uh, as well. If you want to watch something on the computer – how about Savior.org? Yeah. 24-hour Eucharistic Adoration online. Yeah. Savior.org. And, uh, you know, you want to watch something on a computer? Watch Jesus <laughs> in the Blessed Sacrament, especially if you can't get that adoration. Yeah. You know, it's another helpful thing you can do.
1: Yeah, you start to fill and, and burn into, right, your mind these images of our Lord, of the people, you know, why you get up every day and go to work, right, for your family, for your children. Um, you know, my, I know my background, I got two 24-inch monitors um, for the work that I do in my office, and I've got huge, you know, I've found some pictures online of of huge adoration chapels, right, and so I've, it's it burned in me. The crucifix is burned in my brain, right, the adoration chapel burned in my brain, and I think those are just awesome tips that I think um, for all of you out there that are looking to try to break this, to break these changes, you know, we've got to be very intentional about this right we got to put all around us these safeguards that protect our our most importantly our soul but just helps as deacon said redirects it reframes those temptations right because if you just you know most intense feelings last what 10 15 minutes right pray that rosary it'll be 15 minutes right pray that chaplet in 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 there between so start to reclaim right your thoughts your, your your those temptations you know don't let your your body uh, you know, tell your will what's going to do, what it's going to do, let your will tell your body who's really in control. And that should be all um, for the glory of God and for the salvation of your soul and the souls that have been trusted to you. So, Deacon, been super powerful, as always, when we get together, we uh, we have a whole bunch of fun. But I, I'm grateful for, uh, you know, us talking about this topic, because I think people are are... Uh, probably suffering from from it more than people are willing to admit, especially during this time of isolation. So, um, before we head out, Deacon, as always, we'd love to get your uh, your blessing.
0: Sure, may Almighty God bless you and keep you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Amen. So, brother, it's been good to be back with you. We got to connect again. We'll be back for all of our listeners. So, do us a favor and do uh, you know I'll, I'll put all the show the, the links in the show notes. Um, subscribe to both. You know, go to DeaconHerald.com. Go to JohnSablon.com. Subscribe to both our YouTube channels. Uh, we'll start to be a little bit more active as far as posting both the videos um, as well as the audio. So, come check us out. Continue to pray for us and all the work that we're doing to try to to try to help fill in those gaps for you. Let us know what you want to hear from both Deacon Harold and I and just make sure you're doing your part as we continue to, uh, you know, do all, bring all the glory to God and, and, and save some souls. So, Deacon, thanks for joining me, brother. And we'll see you next time.
0: Great to be with you, my friend. God bless you, too. Thank you for joining us for this episode of Sons of Thunder with the dynamic Deacon and the man on fire. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and find out more at DeaconHarold.com and JohnSablon.com. God's peace.